Welcome to Life After Debt, the podcast that is all about our personal journeys. We are honored that you have joined us today, and Tiffany and I are so excited to take you on this journey with us and share the good, the bad, and the ugly of both debt and success and what to do when. Let's talk about debt, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Let's talk about debt. I'm so excited to have our guest today. I know I had the pleasure of meeting Kelly two years ago, about, I would say, right? Yeah. About two years ago, she and her husband, Larry, came in the office. We attend the same church, and she had said, you know, they were just really wanted to see what we did here, what I did, um, and they came in, called and made an appointment, and I remember thinking, man, I mean, how brave of a person. I could never do that. And so just getting to know her over the last few years um, and walk through with her what she experienced, it was such a cool experience. So I'm so excited for you, Tiffany, to hear her story today and also for everybody listening just to, to hear a little bit about what she walked through, how she got out of it, where she is today. So thanks for being here. Yeah. Oh, Kelly, man, I am excited to hear your story. Really thrilled. Amber told me a little bit. And we are just pumped to have you on here today. So if you would, just tell me how you met Amber and kind of go through, you know, husband, kids, life, how, what got you to Florida. Yeah. Just tell us everything. Wow. Okay. Well, this is exciting <laughs> to be here, ladies. Thank you for having yes, me. Um, so gosh. All right. I'm a mom of four beautiful daughters. And um, I'm also a wife of 21 years to my husband, Larry. And... In order for us to get to Florida, gosh. Okay, so about in 2018, we got this wild idea that we were going to take our kids on a year-long adventure in a motorhome. Fun. And um, we wanted them to see the world. We'd had the chance to, you know, see so much. And so we put almost everything in storage, and we piled in 400 square feet with five women and, and a husband, and we decided to go out and see the country. Um, pretty crazy. It was the greatest thing we ever did. It was the hardest thing we ever did, but we chased the weather on that trip. And in Florida, of course, in the winter, it's warm. So we decided to come to the Sarasota area and we had traveled a lot. So we wanted to stick here close to, you know, one spot for a bit. And that gave my oldest daughter, who was a freshman in high school at the time, a chance to get away from us, so to say, and go spend some time with some peers. She knew one girl here through a friend. And um, she went to youth group night. And it was a really neat experience for her. She came home and she plopped herself on the bed and said, Mom, I think we're supposed to move to Florida. And she's always been like, a worshiper and and was looking for an opportunity to do that. And so that sparked the interest. um, And then we began to really pray about it and decide if this was for our family. Um, So we did say yes. We finished our trip though. So we weren't done. That was January. I don't know how you did that, by the way. I did 30 (laughs) days in an RV with a dog in the family. And I I literally was like, okay, how do people do this? So the fact that you did it for a year? A year. Wow. Yeah. It was a lot. Kudos. It was. But it changed a lot about our family and it created like a bond that was so unique and special. And it's still today been like a catapult for our journey mm-hmm. um, and kind of this season of our life. But anyway, so at that point, we finished our trip. And in May, we had planned to move back to Florida, you know, permanently. Um, and so in about mid-May, we'd signed on a lease and, um, you know, we we got ourselves here and we were really excited to start our new life here, you know, in Florida. 
And um, about 24 to 48 hours after we moved here, we got wind that we were going to be invited to a conference call for a current business that we had done, which this business was um, incredible. It had just changed our life. It's what we had done for the last 10 years um, to make money for our family. And it changed really everything for us. But we weren't, it felt really weird. Like something wasn't right that we knew we were going on this conference call. And um, at that point, we uh, were taking our U-Haul back Mm -hmm. after we'd moved into the home here in Florida. And my husband got a call that had somewhat warned him that he thought that this call was going to be probably the worst news we could ever get. Mm -hmm. Wow. And um, at that point, you know, we learned, sadly, that this company was going to restructure their entire business plan and that we were no longer going to be able to uh, earn income. And that was the company and business that we did solely. Wow. And we had done it for 10 years, which is what had afforded us to get on the road Mm -hmm. and travel because we worked from home um, and we were able to do that experience with our kids. And we thought that moving to Florida was going to be this like new journey as a part of that business. It was part of the reason, addition to my daughter's kind of belief, this is where we were to come. Uh, that it was going to be a way for us to continue building that company right. and um, and our life here. So um, that's really, in a nutshell, kind of how we got to Florida and then what set me up for the introduction to Amber. That's that's incredible. So when you when you heard that news, what what did you and your husband? What did you guys do? How'd you feel? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, initially, my husband. Um, He's not necessarily a crier, so to say, but he did cry that day very hard. And he did it in front of his girls, which was, it might have been the first time they'd ever seen anything like that from him. Um, But, you know, when you are the sole provider for five women in your home and the weight of responsibility of that on him, um, it, it, it just, he was in a state of shock. He was he was so proud of what he had built and done for his family and his girls. And he spoke about that publicly so often with them hearing him. So the fact that this was no longer going to be, yeah, he was pretty, he was pretty shook up. And I think too, what people don't realize is, is you can be on top of the world. I know for Ryan and I, we were mortgage brokers and making great money and we had this great life and a nanny who spoke no English. And, you know, it was kind of like that movie, Having Fun with Dick and Jane, uh-huh, right? Sure. So literally when the music stopped, when the mortgage industry crashed, it was like, oh, all right, well, the income's gone, but we have all this stuff. And I can imagine for you and Larry in that moment, sitting on that phone and receiving that news, it's kind of like, well, it's not like you can stop your life and get rid of everything that you've built and sell your cars and your houses. And it's almost like, here we are. How are we going to push through this, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, as silly as it sound, we did the whole, what are we going to do when we grow up? Mm-hmm. We had that like, like we had to go back foundationally in our mind and think, this is the direction we thought our life was going to go. Yeah. And now that it's taken away, now what? Now what are we going to do? And, you know, the great news is, is that all of that experience for the decade prior to that moment, we had learned to work Mm-hmm. <laughs> in a, such a unique way. Yeah. We had learned to hustle. I love mm-hmm. to use that word. Me too. We had learned to, um, you know, just put put the pedal to the metal and 
That's how we even built that company before. So we had it in us. Yes. We just mm-hmm. didn't know we were going to have to like tap back into that and start over, mm-hmm. you know? Anyway. But thank God you were wired for that. Yeah. And I always say, you know, there's a lot of people out there that want to do that. They want to hit certain levels in their life, but they don't have the wiring for it. That's right. They, they aren't built for it. So the fact that you're built for it at any point in time in your life, insert the widget mm-hmm. and you're off to the races because yeah. that's the gifting that God's given you guys. So that's so cool. Yeah. So fear wise, like I'm sure I remember when Mike and I, when I found out that we had the debt that we had and I just had like this frozen moment of, oh my gosh, like (laughs) I didn't even know if I could put a foot in front of the other, like, how are we going to get out of this? And immediately I just started to sink. Is that kind of how you guys felt? Is that where you were? Or did it slowly come on? Well, you know, we had some cars. Uh, sure. Two of our oldest daughters were in competitive horseback training. So mm-hmm. we had two horses in full-time training, which if you're unaware of that, it's a, it's, it's a whole nother level. Uh, it's a whole nother ball game. But um, so that was that. We had just right. purchased this beautiful class A motor home that we were traveling in. It was essentially our house. Mm-hmm. We had some property back where we were from before. Um, we had just taken on this large new home here in Florida I mean, there was just all these things. And then in addition, we had to, um, you know, now start over with what we currently had. So over the course of that year, after this happened in in May, um, we had put ourselves back into an enormous amount of debt to survive through that. So um, funny thing, how I met Amber, which is is like a great story. So my husband is a networker, right? Yes. Just from life mm-hmm. experience. And in a, you know, through church, in a business networking, he had met Amber and knew who she was and came home to me and said, I have somebody that we're supposed to meet. Mm-hmm. And when he says this, typically I'm the one that's like, <laughs> really? Why do we have to do this? You always put me in these situations, um, which I will say I've learned to trust because he has such a like such an incredible instinct to to that and um he said you know what to tell you what i just feel like we're supposed to meet her wow he said either a we're supposed to know her or she knows somebody that we're supposed to know so funny and she's an entrepreneur kelly i think you would i think you'd be blown away if you would just meet this person so yeah, he's brave like that. He's willing to just go get in front of people, which again, when you talk about how people are wired, mm-hmm. you know, with a gifting to just go build, go do, go make something happen, yep. that is him. You know, he's kind of the forefront runner of that in our life. But anyway, so we we got a chance to come in and meet mm-hmm. you. Yeah, I remember. I still remember to the day they came in and Kelly was very similar to myself. Our stories were so similar. <laughs> And it allowed me the opportunity to share kind of how, what I walked through, both in my marriage, but also with debt and filing bankruptcy. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I could kind of see her just watching me and listening. And then I saw her kind of shed the walls a little bit and start to share with me, which I loved. Because if there's one thing about me is I always want to create a space for people to share. Um, I'm a very private person too, so I could relate with Kelly. You know, I keep everything really close. I don't open up to many people, but I just felt this connection with her. And she was actually hysterical too. I don't know what it was, but I, I love being around funny people anyways. But things she would say, I was like, oh my gosh, I love her sense of humor. So anyway, the conversation allowed it to just kind of go organically where it went. Yeah. I honestly had no idea why we were coming in 
here to meet you. You that said day. that, remember? I mean, I was like, I don't know why we're here. Exactly. Larry thinks we need to meet. <laughs> this is awkward, like, okay. Yes. But um, but quickly, what was amazing is that as you began to share your story, I think I remember thinking, ah, now I'm getting it. Now I know why I'm supposed to be meeting you because I was starting to connect with you on such a heart level. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, even though you were sharing some of your past and what you were sharing was bringing me back to my past from many years ago with my husband, I felt like, oh my gosh, me too. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, when you get a me too or a feeling of somebody's being transparent and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm not the only one. Yes. I think you just allowed me to feel uh, a sense of comfort. And I started to think, okay, maybe there's a reason I'm here and I can trust this person because she's just like me. And I think we just made this like great connection. Totally. Um, it was almost spiritual. Yeah. I think that there's no coincidence. And so when I met her, even she, she provided the same space for me. I felt safe. I felt like she could relate. She heard me. She understood. She's been there. And I think that's what so many people crave in life too, is just they want to feel like you have something in common, truly, that you get them, you understand. And then the trust opens up. Yeah. And that's how I felt. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I got even a little teary-eyed mm-hmm. because I was going back there in my heart and mind and, you know, just, wow, we are really connecting. And um, and then I remember at some point it's like, oh, okay, so what else do you do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, little of this, little of that, cupcakes, debt, you know, I just kind of went through, built a gym, like went through all these things with her. And she was like, tell me about that debt thing. Yes. It was uh-huh. a trigger word for me. Mm-hmm. It was like, wait a second. You know, I think there's a, there was a piece of me that was just, you know, hoping and praying that a solution would mm-hmm. help us you know, get out of this situation. And and we had already, at this point, it's been a year since that happened. And we had started the snowball of life. And, you know, we had been able to like, try to figure out what is it we're going to be when we grow up. Like I said, we had began to tap into some thoughts and opportunities. And, you know, I'll even share that my husband, um, at one point, he was out looking for a job, which he had never done a resume in his life. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know, this he has right. a college degree, but yeah, he came out of college working for his family and helping them build their business. And then, you know, like I said, 10 years ago when we started our own business, um, you know, he he didn't have to have a resume for that. That was us building that from scratch from yeah. the very beginning. So the idea of now I have to, do I, should I, should I write a resume? Do I start it? What are we going to do? You know? Um, And so anyway, I remember even at one point in that year, he had gone to, we had, we had gone from making about a half a million dollars a year from this company Mm -hmm. on a regular basis to now my husband is interviewing at the Home Depot. Hilarious. First of all, because that's exactly what Ryan said. He he says it all the time. I don't care if I had to go to Home Depot. That's what I was going to do. And I, I could just envision him, which Home Depot is a great company. Oh, sure. Don't get me wrong. But just the willingness of them to do whatever it took in that season, I think, speaks volumes to who they are as the leaders of the household. But truly, it was like Home Depot, like after all that we've built with the mortgage company. Yeah. So I yeah, Because yeah. it's minimum hour. Yes. They, and, and I remember, too, the hardest part of that, you know, he was so humble went in there, you know, proud to to try to get a job. And the gentleman was even telling him, you know, you're over, you're, I'm sorry, but you're overqualified mm-hmm. for this. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. 
you know, so, I mean, he was even like deflated right. from his Home Depot. <laughs> right. It was like, can we get a win here? Right. Oh, like, right. I think it's powerful to, to humble yourself in that way. Yes, but it is. Well, I think one of the big things is, is that debt kind of puts you in a situation or this is what I found that you feel lonely and you feel like you've been secluded even from your spouse. Mm-hmm. I, I felt at times like I can't even talk to him about what I'm feeling. Like, how's he going to understand, you know, that I feel like I'm sinking and I immediately felt like I sunk the mm-hmm. moment I found out about all the debt. I'm like, oh, I can just feel it. And just the fear of it. And I'm sure that your husband felt the same way having to go. I mean, here's the cool part is, is that he felt like, man, I've got to get out there and provide for my family, which is, I mean, there's something to say for that, right? Mm -hmm. In the middle of all of the struggle, but also the fact that he's like, what is happening? And, And I'm sure he knew he was overqualified, right? But he would have done anything to take care of you and the girls. And there's just something special about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And he was at such a, such an emotional state. He was at such a sensitive, I guess is a word, such a sensitive yeah. state in that time. And, you know, like you mentioned, if talking to him made me, I, I didn't want to always go talk to him like you said about it, because the last thing I wanted to do was to make him feel like he wasn't providing. Right. So, you know, when it comes to this conversation between husband and wife and in a season of that, it's like men are wired to provide. Right. Right. And so if I'm going to him in this panic, anxiety state all the time, what are we going to do? Oh my gosh, what are we going to do? How are we going to make this happen? Which is all the thoughts I was having all the time, right? How do we make this happen? I knew that that was going to be really like almost too much Mm -hmm. to do to him. So then I sort of sat alone in it a lot and didn't want to do it because, you know, I've watched my husband and I think if that's at his deepest core, that's who he is, is he feels he was designed on this earth Mm -hmm. now as an adult to take care of and provide for five women. Right. Because we have four daughters and myself, and that's like that's his mission is to provide for us, you know. So you just got to be real careful, you know, when you're in that journey. It was just delicate for us. Well, the toll it takes on a husband and wife. I mean, there's so many people out there right now that are going through exactly what we've all gone through, right? Um, and they're like, oh, I, I don't even know that it should take this kind of toll on a marriage. But I mean, I think it's that's very normal. I mean. Yeah, it's one of the number one reasons for divorce. I mean, finance, when you have made so much money and it falls off overnight Mm -hmm. and you see so many couples who never survive or make it through to the other side of that just Mm -hmm. because of the finance piece alone and the strain it puts on the marriage, the the children, every area of their life is under a microscope during times like that. So the fact that you guys survived it too, you know, what a huge accomplishment. Yeah. So you came, so, so you came and you met with Amber, and you guys connected, and you decided, hey, I'm I'm going to get a hold of this, or you and your husband, we're gonna we're gonna get a hold, we're gonna take control over our debt, we're gonna figure this stuff out. So when you did that, like, tell us about how you laid it out, like, how did you lay it out? How did you walk through this process over the past what year, two years? Mm-hmm. She literally did it in one year. That's incredible. Incredible. Like, <laughs> it's incredible. And I'll never forget. It was like the highlight of my night when she walked into the Charlotte Gamble event. Mm. She got off the elevator and she looked at me and she goes, today was my final oh, settlement wow. payment. I'm out of debt. And I was like, 
I, I still have chills. Like yes. that to me is what I love to see is people who get it like she did and run with it and get to the finish line and look back and be like, I did it. She could do it again if she had to. Yeah. But it's the people that she's going to be able to pour into and help who are walking through the exact same thing Kelly and Larry did. And she's going to be able to show them a way out, yeah. which to me is a gift. Yeah. Well, when I was, when I met with you that day, I remember you, you know, sharing you had a debt solution company mm-hmm. and this is kind of what you do is yeah. you help people get out of debt. Mm-hmm. You know, you have a solution for that. And that word solution, I'm thinking, I mean, it's like a buzzword for me because at that moment in my life, I was extremely embarrassed. Um, you know, I didn't, I didn't have a solution. I, and the the comfort, it was so funny. I remember you going, oh, this is going to be great. This is going to be so easy. I yeah. can help you. The The relief that mm-hmm. that took from me in that moment, it was almost like, you know, you were just like an answered prayer right there, right? Mm-hmm. That I had been praying for an answer. But to just, to say, to someone who feels so trapped and scared and they don't know what to do and they don't, they don't even know where to start. And then someone looks at you with such confidence and says, Oh yeah, I've been there. Oh, I can help you. That's mm-hmm. super easy. You'll be fine. <laughs> and in my mind, I'm thinking, I'll be fine. Your face said it too. Her yeah. face was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I don't, well. I don't think so. Fine. Maybe you don't know me. Maybe you don't know my situation. Yeah. Maybe you're unsure what's really going on in my home because everything's going to be fine mm-hmm. was like when somebody just like takes an issue and boop, just makes it disappear. That's mm-hmm. like, you know, like a miracle, mm-hmm. right? Almost feeling. But anyway, yeah, you just uh, said, well, you shared some things about, you know, how to begin the journey. Mm-hmm. And you began to tell me that um, I was going to have to make some pretty tough decisions mm-hmm. that I was going to have to first decide I was going to do it. That's I remember right. that was the very first thing. You're going to decide in your mind that you're going to do it. And then you're going to trust me because I'm going to give you the steps in order to make this happen. And then you're going to walk those out. Mm-hmm. And that's a big piece though. Yeah. You know, trusting somebody else mm-hmm. is, is a very difficult thing, especially for people like you and I. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We're, we're we strangers and you're right. And so when she looked at me and that's why it's so important when you're, you're walking through a debt situation, getting the right advice and being able to trust someone yeah. with experience who's walked through it. And I looked at her situation and I'd seen so many cases like Kelly's, mm-hmm. but something about her, I knew she was committed. She was ready. She was at the point where she's like, I want this to go away. And just reassuring her, there's no such thing as creditors prison. There's nothing they can do to you. They, they are scaring you right now. And we are going to walk through this. I'm going to do it with you. Mm-hmm. And I think it was it was actually just as enjoyable for myself to watch her succeed at it because she did a lot of the heavy lifting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You challenged me to that. Mm-hmm. You know, you said, I think actually you can do this. Yes. I'm just going to tell you what to do. Yes. And then you're going to do it. And I remember going, but what happens when I don't make a payment, what does that look like? Because like, I've never done that before. And then what happens when they come and get me? Mm-hmm. And you just laughed. And yeah. that's okay. It was like, nobody's going to come and get you. Right. You know, that's not how this works. I don't know. It was just, I just needed somebody to provide a solution. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they they were just like the safety net for me, mm-hmm. you know, to start taking the steps and 
And so, yeah, gosh, that next year, it was just a matter of me putting one foot in front of the other. I remember calling you a couple times. Yes. One night I called you. I remember it was like on a Friday night. Yep. You were. I'm thinking, she has probably got all these plans. <laughs> I just got this letter, and this is what they're saying. Mm-hmm. And am I going to jail? <laughs> <laughs> right? Which is funny because, you know, that's the plan of collection agencies. They, they want to scare Scare people. They have Mm -hmm. quotas to make you guys. So when I hear someone that's dealing with that, my heart breaks because Mm -hmm. it's like, they really feel that something bad is going to happen to them. And so for me, it's just as big of a gift to be able to relieve someone of the stress and emotional trauma that happens from creditors. And it doesn't have to be that way. So she was receptive to it. She was ready. She was committed. And Mm -hmm. she saved, which is another big piece of the puzzle. You know, throughout the process, when you're dealing with debt, it's one thing to not pay the creditors to get in a position. It's another to be putting that money away to save so that when you do reach some type of settlement, it's ready to go. And she was committed to that process and did it the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, instead of making the payments, I saved the money. That's right. Yeah. Over time. Yeah. And then I was able to to close the deal pretty quickly. And I did it by myself. So impressed. Which is crazy. Yeah. But, oh, you did it. Crazy. Yeah. You did it. Well, the, it was awesome. The great news about that is, is you were disciplined, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are not. So just the fact that you told her what to do, yeah. she made the decision, and then she was disciplined enough to take the steps and trust you through the process. I mean, I think that's incredible. You've got an incredible story. Mm-hmm. I've loved yeah. hearing it. Yeah. yeah. So and, where are you at now? Yes. Gosh. Oh, <laughs> it's so fun. Um, you know, instead of just one business kind of endeavor that we were in for so long, we have uh, we own three different companies wow. now and started those from scratch. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, we also are partnering and helping a couple other companies build their company. Um, so we've like expanded our portfolio. We've gone a whole different kind of level of entrepreneurship awesome. this season. Wow. and Diversification. Yes, yes. That's been like the largest lesson I learned through that journey of my story. And um, yeah, life is good. We're back to dreaming again. That's and awesome. Just building a great life here. That's so incredible. Like, I'm so proud of you guys. I'm happy for you guys. I really appreciate you coming on today and sharing your story because I know it's going to impact so many individuals Mm -hmm. who experience the same thing, but just don't even know how to talk about it Mm -hmm. because it's such an ooey topic. Sure. So if anything, I hope it, you know, people listening today, if there's an opportunity for them to reach out or get even in contact with us to talk further about it, I think it would be um, such a great thing to see more Kellys, more vulnerability from people because that's where the help is. You know, throughout our lives, I think everything that we do is like a test, right? Mm -hmm. Sure. But it's it's also the first part of that, that word testimony, because if a testimony is simply just sharing what happened to you, right? it doesn't mean it's necessarily good or bad, but you being vulnerable enough to share with people that, hey, I've been there. And hey, I have for sure. I mean, I, I had to dress the kids up and get in the wick line every week. I mean, I was I was there. So I can relate with it. I have so much compassion for people going through it, but I also am just super proud of you for the work that you've done. And I know that you're going to use it and it's going to propel you guys so far in the future. I don't know how, but I know you're going to be able to use it. Yeah. So thank well, you so I, much yeah, for sharing. I can't thank you enough yeah. for, for helping to save our family. Yeah. So Kelly, let me ask you one thing yeah. um, as we're closing up. So if you had one thing that you could share with the audience and the people that are listening, and there's people out there that are hurting the way you were then, if you can take yourself back to that moment mm-hmm. and you had one thing that you could share that you think would really make a difference, what would that be? 
I mean, I guess just the, uh, you know, the lesson that I learned and that there is a way out. Mm -hmm. You feel like there's no way out. There are ways out. You can do this. Yeah. So if you are listening, I guess just know you can, you can, you can get out of this. Mm -hmm. You can, and, and right now we're talking about one of those solutions. There's probably lots of solutions and things for you. But for me, it was, um, I just needed a very simple step-by-step, step, here's what you do, and then here's what you're going to do when this happens, and then here's what you're going to do. And I just trusted. I was teachable, and mm-hmm. I just walked that out. And it was, now looking back, I'm thinking, I was so nervous <laughs> to do this. Like, I was doing something wrong, and yet, looking back now, I'm thinking, that was so simple. Now you know why it I wasn't said it. Easy. <laughs> it wasn't easy, but it, it, wasn't was easy. it was simple. It was so simple. Yeah. And now— now I'm here. It's so good. Yeah. Great story. Great story. Well, listen, we want to thank you for being here. Um, Amber, I love being here with you. And yeah. just I love that you guys had such an incredible story and connection. So it's been beautiful to see it play out and actually hear how this happened. It's, it's incredible. Yeah. Thanks.